Hey everybody, before we go into today's podcast, I have some exciting news. Uh, VaynerMedia and VaynerX, which holds purewow.com, 1.37 p.m., the Sasha Group, um, on and on and on, is hiring pretty aggressively for a creator role. That is a copywriter. That means you have good ideas. You can come up with ideas, and then you can also have the English skills to write the copy on the Facebook or Twitter or YouTube post. Uh, Team Gary's hiring. VaynerMedia's hiring. We're just hiring. And so uh, please go to GaryVee.com slash creator. That's GaryVee.com slash creator. Uh, let me see if I can spell here. C-R-E-A-T-O-R. Please go uh, check that out. I, I assume that there's a, a form there that helps you show a little bit of your work and kind of get us on third base. I'm starting to contemplate uh, maybe even some remote work as well. So uh, please uh, please go fill out a form if you're interested in joining the Vayner family. We are looking for designers like crazy, like designers like crazy, meaning you can design for TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we're looking for animators. If you're good at that cartoon shit, we're looking for you. Uh, we are definitely, definitely looking for people that obsess over the idea of taking a keynote of mine or a long form commercial and creating 72 video assets out of it. Uh, the kind of stuff you see consistently from us on uh, Instagram. So if you've got hunger, uh, humility, uh, and want to enter one of the best marketing machines of all time, please go to GaryBE.com slash creator, uh, designers and and writers. I'm also looking for a writer or two. Well, I'm at it. I don't know if that's there, but I'm definitely looking for somebody to join to my team to help Raghav write LinkedIn articles and blog posts. So if you're really into the idea of like watching unlimited Gary content and turning it into written articles, I think it's a cool job. Uh, and it's definitely been a launching pad for interesting careers inside our world. So anyway, great time at Vayner for uh, entry level creators. That is really what we're looking for. Class of 2020. So many of you, let's call it what it is, got fucked. Job offers pulled, internships pulled, um, entry-level creator life at VaynerMedia. Hit us up, garyv.com slash creator. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Started my life was kind of rough. I had an awful battle. The doctor set my parents down and said my life was fragile. Perspective is the game, and Gary V the name. Just put your head down, do the work, and everything will change. Sipping tea, helping feels, yeah, that's what I wanted. Be a patient, hell, the tricky, yeah, hey. being honest. See what Gary V puts in positivity. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Before we get even into the show, grab the URL. If you're watching on Twitter, hit that retweet button. Grab the URL, share on Facebook. Big shout out to LinkedIn. You can share too. There's a link. You can see it. Twitch fam, I don't know what you guys can do, but I know you can do something amazing. And everybody's watching on, on Instagram through the live. Big shout out. Great to see you. Uh, but Facebook, share, 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 share. A lot of love. A lot of good stuff. Let's get into the comments. Preston Bianche, good to see you. Um, voice over Donnie, great to see you. Green, good to see you. Naveen. Naveen Singh, buddy, good to see you. Great to see you, James Law. Good to see the whole, whole crew in here. Dustin, how are you doing this morning? Big shout out, Foss. Very good. Good. Got some good sleep. <laughs> Got some solid sleep? <clears throat> yeah, yesterday I didn't. I had like one hour. What? The day before? Yeah, I just couldn't fall asleep for some reason. It was bad. You were looking <laughs> at po- Pokemon on eBay? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no, no. Fair enough. All right. Let's get I should have, though. I should have. Parker Snare. 
one of the great gym teachers of all time. Hey, Gary, What's thanks up? for having me on here. Of course, Paul. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I appreciate your messaging. It's helped me be a better dad, a dentist, and my company, uh, Dental Nachos. But I have a special person, the most important person to me. I want to come out, have on and say thanks to you real quick. Please. Hey, Gary B. How are you? Great. So nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. I'm Mary, otherwise known as Mrs. Nacho. I just wanted to thank you for being such an inspiration to our company, but also us personally. We love your message on kindness and you're, you're just thank awesome. You. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for saying that. I wish you well. Thank Thanks you, Mrs. So much. Nacho. <laughs> awesome. Welcome. So Gary, we I uh, founded Dental Nachos. Our Facebook group has 25,000 members. Hopefully they're watching in. Your patients can wait, guys, for five minutes. Uh, so uh, one of the things that I have a challenge with with Dental Nachos, well, first, I actually want to thank you for the best thing that happened during the pandemic. About a year ago, I was at the beach in New Jersey. I'm a 42-year-old from New Jersey, and I signed up for your community text platform. And I said, I need this for Dental Nachos. If I see Gary V has it, Mark Cuban, my favorite comedian, Sebastian Maniscalco. But uh, I made a little thing for you here in Philly, uh, in the movie Philadelphia, explain it to me like I'm a four-year-old. So gratitude plus patience plus kindness plus document not produce equals success because we were, we were patient. And a month ago, we got approved for community. So now I can communicate with my dental nacho group all the time. Uh, so our, our community is built on helping dentists make big life decisions that dental school ignores. You know, how to buy a practice, how to find your first job, what I call the circle of dentisting life. And Makes sense. Thanks. We, we built out this platform a lot like Peloton, in-person CE courses, live stream and recorded. But everything's shut down right now for in-person. And my challenge for you this morning, I think is a tough one, is how do I reach dentists in caves? Dentistry is a cave profession. It means we're isolated, we're stressed, we're in our own islands. And the 50 plus crew, we have a Facebook uh, page, Instagram, LinkedIn, I even joined TikTok, uh, all these different platforms. But how would you reach the 50 plus audience uh, for Dental Nachos? I mean, I, it's email, LinkedIn, and Facebook. What's interesting about dentists, and uh, the reason I'm on here and always lead with gratitude is one of my sponsors, Zyrus, was on the 4Ds. I was walking around Philadelphia. I said, hey, that's my sponsor. And uh, just to show your strategies pay off. So they called me. You told them to bring their, their dentist content that had nothing to do with their product. So they interviewed me. And I said, you don't have to pay me, but you just got to get me an intro to Gary V and Mike Wong. I want to thank him for doing that. But I what's interesting that. about dentists, thanks, is that they – they don't really use a lot of like my dad was a dentist. I worked for him with 11, for 11 years before he passed away, unfortunately. He was an awesome dad. But he never really used email or LinkedIn because dentists are this craft profession. I get it. I get yeah. it. I mean, look, if you can't read, if they're, if if someone's unreachable, they're unreachable. Like, yeah. you know, if, if you need to do direct mail, if you need to drive to their practices, like that's just yeah. part of the game. I would argue that an enormous percentage of dentists, even the old school dentists, are at least now on email. Right. You know, I, I agree with you. And we, we had a nacho nacho delivery team that went around Philadelphia and surrounding areas and would drop off nachos fun for the office because a lot of times their team gets them involved. I would also argue that the 50 year old doesn't need your service the way you pitched it as much because, you know, they could have used it 25 years ago. It probably would have been epic for them. But I would argue that Instagram and TikTok focusing on the 18 to 22 year old in school dentist is just a far, I, I, a lot of times people overvalue someone they can't get and undervalue the opportunity on something they're getting. Gotcha. It, so I, I, to, I agree you see where I'm going? Like it might take the same energy to get one fucking 59 year old dentist 
as it does to get 88 dental students. And by the way that you positioned it, at least by the way I just heard it, for me, it makes so much sense for a 21, 26, 19 year old dentist, dentists want to be, to have this be part of their life more than the 57 year old who's already kind of like figured a lot of that out. It's a good, I mean, well, a lot of what we talk about are dentists and core. I heard you talk about soft tissue uh, yesterday or the day before. So we talk about developing your core of your mind, how you speak and your clinical hand skills. So that's really resonating with people even before dental school. But in this circle of dentisting life, the older dentist needs the babysitter. They need the associate or the dentist to come in and work with them so they can get more time off. And that's leading to some of the stress. So I'm trying to figure out a way to that's, connect them. I mean, look, to, I think direct mail print four yeah. or five page pamphlet with a huge URL. I mean, you know, even the most old school can go to YouTube. So I think if you if you say, look, text us, at, now that you have community, text us at this, like the front of the pamphlet, I would have like a huge phone number and say, yeah. look, text us any question, we'll answer it. Any question. Yeah, um, I like that. You see where I'm going? And then maybe yeah. a very simple URL, like maybe you get a URL like, you know, you know, nacho, dentist.com slash watch something or just yeah. something very simple. Those two on the front of four part four page pamphlet direct mail to their, to their, you know, office. I still think you can also get a lot done on, on Facebook and LinkedIn more than you would think. Well, we have, there, we, we have that Facebook group of 20,000 people and we have, that's, a, that's that, very, di that's very different than running an ad to 50 to 90 year olds in South Jersey, Philly area with, with the ad being, do you know anybody who's a dentist, who's a 45 year old dentist yeah. or older and they're passing on that video? That's a very different execution than having a group. I like our nacho stars, the 50 year olds that are in the group are saying things like, I wish I had this when I was a young dentist. So maybe I can get one of them to star in that Facebook ad for me. So it'll or, or, or you can start a referral program where whatever the economics are in your business, you give a 25% lead gen fee to the 50 year olds and they just start getting all their own friends. Yeah, dentists do like stuff like that. I know my dentist people, they, they will enjoy that. That's awesome. And so, ask one last thing, uh, yeah. as the leader of a company, kind of working with me is like working with a friendly tornado. I have a lot of new ideas. So how do you not overwhelm your team with too many new ideas while they're still working on your existing ideas? by not judging them when they're not executing on certain ideas. They're gonna like hearing that. They're watching it and they're really gonna enjoy hearing you say that. You know, I throw a ton at my team and then three weeks later recall something I threw at them and it hasn't even started. And I have empathy because I know they're going super hard. So it's, it's, it's uh, you continue with your ideas. It's that you need to make sure that you're not burning them out and judging them too much. And I think you do that with kindness when it hasn't started. It's, gotcha. it's understanding, you know? One of our clips uh, that you did is, uh, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. They play that all the time in Dental Nachos. I say, see, Gary V does that. So I appreciate awesome. the insight. And uh, I had Mark Evans on, Gary V. I sent him this shirt, a nacho I shirt. I love it. I and love you it. Have, at, your, at, at headquarters, you have at least 50 of these somewhere that I we sent you. I will track it. one down. So I'll I really appreciate it, Gary V. Take care, Paul. Stay Thanks well. so much. Bye -bye. Let's keep going. Uh, some good information there. Hope everybody enjoyed that. Let me, Donna Lewis, Housel, great to see you. Uh, Mike Dreams, what's up with you? Uh, Garrett Glenn, yes, I needed to hear that. Thank you. You are welcome. One of the great things about Tea with Gary Vee is how many of the answers actually resonate for people that are watching. Let's also continue to share, share, share. Please share this on Facebook and 
Twitter on the retweet or the share button on LinkedIn, share button, or grab the URL and post it. I want to get some newbies in here. Newbies are fun. Let's keep it moving. Hey, Gary V. How's it going? I'm great, my friend. How do you pronounce your name? Koshal. Koshal. Such a pleasure. It's an honor to meet you, man. I've been following you for about six and a half, seven years now. Literally, where where are you from? I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. I was born in New Orleans. My parents were from India, but I was born in the States. Fantastic. What can I answer for you? So first of all, um, I obviously do have some questions, but more so than the questions, the main reason I reached out was I really wanted to start a relationship with you, really wanted to just build and get to really, ultimately, you've impacted my life more than you'll ever know. So just being on the show and being able to talk to you is, means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, it started off, um, I you know, run a social media agency. We're a team of about 25 people. I've been doing this for about six years now. We shifted to a social media agency back in 2016. So I've been doing that for about four years. Um, our, the name of the social media agency is Socially, and we're based in Birmingham, Alabama. So I've you know talked to tons and tons of members of your team. Scott, who was actually a member of Vayner back in the day, your CFO, he was actually a mentor to us. Um, still is a mentor to us. And you know, I've talked with James and the Sasha group. We even worked with Jesse out of Vayner Chattanooga. Um, and, you know, I've just, you know, we've been around your circle for a very long time. But one of the main things at the social media agency that, you know, we've had issues with is we've had opportunities to talk to, you know, Fortune 500 clients, Fortune 100 clients. Um, but for some reason, we just can't get past a certain barrier. Um, whether it's they look at us as a too small of a shop, whether we don't have the recognition, you know, we don't go out there and win the awards that these big agencies do. And since we focus strictly on social, um, we produce content, we know we'll do the influencer, we'll manage the platforms, community management, run ads, all of that. But we will only do social. We don't dabble into the whole digital space. And I think sometimes that shies us away from big brands. Um, so that's an issue we've been having as far as like getting in front of the door or getting even the introduction. And, and it is couple things. One, the market absolutely has evolved. You know, when I, when I started selling social in 2009, mm-hmm. they didn't even know what it was. So the thought of somebody being a specialty, I think they, one of the ways to think about big brands is there's a term in big brands called orphan brands, small brands that they give no money to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're usually big brands that we all know, but they're just a, a Procter or Unilever or Pepsi. They're like right. the eight, 18th biggest brand, which is like a huge root beer that we all know right. or a huge pasta sauce we all know, but small in their world, couple, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in sales, not billions mm-hmm. right. or 50 million. I, I think that's a place where you could win a scope. So right. I think getting educated on, on that part of the portfolio and then when you go in for the pitch, you solely focus on that. You're not getting Pepsi. You're not getting Coke right now. It's just not right. where it's at. So I think you go, I go, I think you go there. And I also think about, you know, look, take it from somebody who does business with that, like, you know, with Vayner and Sasha, there's a lot of great things to be focused on the small and mid market, mm-hmm. um, you know, clients. And I think sometimes ego is what drives people to want to do um, the big brands. The budgets are bigger, but the profit isn't necessarily bigger. You know, they're, right. and, and the vulnerability is enormous. You know, when you get fired from a, a big brand, sometimes it's an enormous percentage of your business. So right. I, I, I would, I would focus on orphan brands. I would also, you know, and I did this, I would also consider doing it for free. 
Yep. And we've pitched that 100%. You know, I've watched you a long time. So we've done it, even produced free content. We had this concept of where we literally pitch ideas. Of, we did this for Dick Sporting because they used to be one of our clients. So we would just pitch a content buffet. It's a bunch of different ideas. We don't price them Smart. anything. And whatever they like, we'll do it for them at a price that we negotiate. Um, and we still I, think the, I, think, I, I think the other thing you focus on is you take advantage of where you're located. I think right. you really focus on southeast you know midwest like i think you play in the middle i would really focus on those middle companies minnesota even chicago definitely right. companies that are in nashville um I, I would really focus on those companies as well okay so we've done um one thing that i want to mention is so outside of you know socially and a part of socially and which will lead to my second question is we've started a um event business where we actually have a social media event once a year it's called the Southern Social Summit. So we, it's in Birmingham. It's going to be in Atlanta eventually because we're moving to Atlanta. But essentially, it's an event around social media, just educating the community about how what they can be doing on social media, how they can help their business, even if you're a freelancer, what they can be doing to help their freelancing business. And just really educational. We don't really make money much money out of it, but we just want to promote people. We had about 500 people last year, and this year it will be digital obviously because of COVID. Um, so we're expecting it to be a lot bigger. So outside of that, the second question I had was, we wanted an idea that we had was, we want to do a staffing agency strictly around social media jobs. Smart. Obviously to tailor clients smart. potential. Yeah, smart. Will, a other. lot of people want, yeah, smart. I like okay. that idea. We, 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 we think a lot about Vayner recruiting. I'm surprised gotcha. I haven't launched it yet. I mean, people just desperately need better talent. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think there's something there. Okay, because I saw it from one of some of your intern program where they would get other jobs at major agencies. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and I was just like, "That's amazing!" And the um, empathy that you had to show, like, I built this person. I showed them what they got, yep. and they're able to go out there and do what they love. That's amazing, you yep. know. Yep, and I would then, do that. One last, one last thing. I know you have a bunch of people to talk to. Um, that leads me to one last thing about things that I love, and the main thing that I really wanted to talk to you about was, I. I am a, one thing you talked about on your content was people that make very little money, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, but they're really happy and they're able to show that. And by, and by the way, fifty to sixty thousand is not very little money. Valid. It's that, yeah, valid. Yeah, you, and and I know where you're going. I'm, I'm, this is not a raz. This is more of a, a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's it's that that I'm focused on, which is which is everybody thinks about a millionaire. Everybody thinks right. the bottom right. of kind of doing something's a hundred thousand when the medium income's 40,000, you know, like, so like, you know, yeah, I'm fascinated about happiness, but go ahead. I'm sorry. So I put out content, obviously it's not as much as you say. So you, you're looking at, look at my social media, you'll probably shit on me. But um, ultimately um, when I put out this happiness, I'm showing them, I do, I do right now. I preach about how happy I am. I don't have tons and tons of money, money in the value of society or what society thinks it's success, but ultimately my happiness is success. And I put that out there, but how can people, how can I, and maybe they don't need to listen, but how can I make them listen or show them that outside of just saying happiness is it, that that's what really matters. 99.9999% of the world doesn't listen to me. That's your answer. Yeah. It's not about making people listen is more of a subconscious selfish, selfish act. It's like you do the right thing. You know, somebody on Twitch has said, this is really cool that Gary Vee is doing this with his time. Like right. you, you do the right thing and you, you just you move, right? Like, like I get it. And I, under, listen, I, I like, I like people being selfish. They should care about themselves and their family. Um, I also think sometimes it's really great 
to just, it's kind of like, of course all lives matter, but let's focus on black lives. Black lives of, right. of, cor- of course we should be selfless and be right. kind people, but it's right. okay sometimes to be self selfish and it's okay sometimes to be 100% selfless. You know, one of the things I think that really works for me is when I make my content, I'm in completely the mindset of selflessness. You know, so many people are like, you know, what are you doing with T with Gary? You know, Gary, right. what are you doing with T with Gary V? What's the, what's the strategy there? I'm like, to help people. Right. To, to bring value to like, mm-hmm. you know, COVID's heavy. The times are heavy in the, you know, coming in the morning, you know, to me, nine to 10 AM is the worst time. Like the day has started. It's, I feel anxiety, right. but I also know it's a great time for a lot of people because it gives them that pep, that and positive reinforcement, that you know? Last question, because I know the first two were a little bit selfish, you know, running my business, but ultimately I was also thinking, how can I help the audience that's watching? By how doing it, I- by doing it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Awesome. Appreciate Love it, brother. You. Talk to you soon. Love you back. You. Stay well. All right, you too. I love somebody. Dustin, I literally slept 10 hours last night. Jealous. And somebody, and somebody in the comments was like, you look tired, Gary. And I'm like, man, because everybody thinks, you know, you know this. I, I'm a big fan of sleep, but I talk a lot about going hard while you're awake. Yeah, but I always I always think about like DNA. Like I've got the hardcore Eastern European. Like like no matter like even when I was like nineteen, like the bag thing under my eyes. And I always like, and my skincare routine is all time worst. I think I've like washed my face once. So like you know like um, it's just really funny because when I see that stuff, I'm like, wait till you see what because my uncle, my grandfather pictures. I'm like, wait till you see me in ten years. (laughs) Look ninety. Let's keep going. What up? What up, What's up Gary? <laughs> What's good? Um, it's so funny because I have like a whole gang of people watching because I've been like manifesting this moment for like the past couple months and telling my friends every day like, yeah, wait till I get on to you with Gary V. So they're all like watching today. So That's you were excited about the newbies. So like there's a whole gang of people that are like super excited to be here today. Um, so I have a couple questions just to like quick ones if that's okay. Um, so a little backstory. Um, when I was 20, I kind of like dropped out of college and then I got pregnant with my son. And um, me and a few of my friends, I asked them if they like wanted to start um, this mom group. And so we kind of started this mom group and turned it into a nonprofit and it like really blew up. And it was like this amazing thing and a lot of fun and probably like still one of my greatest accomplishments. Um, and COVID kind of took that and like put it to a halt. Like we couldn't meet, we couldn't do anything. Um, and I actually like, I guess like in that time period, so over the last like couple months, I kind of found like a new passion. Um, and so um, I started doing like DIY projects and um, like furniture flips and stuff like that. Um, so I ended up- I love, I love the furniture flips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's been really cool. And like people are like really into it. Um, and so like, I don't know, I guess I kind of feel bad about like abandoning like my old passion, but also- um, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't apologize for the truth. True that, true that. It was kind of becoming more like a chore rather than like, you know, something that I was like more excited to do. And by the way, not everything in life has to be so absolute. That's like the biggest problem right now in, in the, our society. Everything's like, you're bad, you're good. Everything's so binary and there's like no room for like a little compromise. And and that's what I think about your situation right now. 
you don't have to completely bounce on the moms group. You could just turn it into something that you check in once a month on, or or it's an every six, six week thing now instead of an everyday thing. That is true. We do run like a private group that's still up, um, and people still like can get advice and things like that. In there, and, and um, you can and you can make a video and cop in there and say or write it right in there. I don't know how it's structured and be like, yo, listen, I'm evolving. This is what I'm about right now but this is forever something I love and I'm going to come here every six weeks and I'm going to hang for three hours and any, you know, anything that I was bringing to the table before, if I can bring during that time, we're good. True that, true that. <laughs> um, so to expand like a little bit more on that, like um, I guess like my personality um, as a whole is like, I'm kind of like a giver. So like, I feel like I like give, give, give like constantly. And I feel like you're a giver too. Like, how do you, cause like I, I give my all at work all day. I come home, I have two kids. So I like, you know, give my all to them, my friends, my family, like just constantly like, and then, you know, like after they go to bed, I'm trying to like work on this like new passion. And like, how do you, how do you find the balance? Cause I know that you're like a giver too. Like, how do you pour from an empty cup? Like at the end of the day? It's not empty because, and it's probably, this is what works for you too. Like the giving is your energy, right? Like when I give, I feel alive. Um, and when I give, I don't expect anything in return. So, the, so I'm rarely disappointed from the giving. And then I think the ex, the last layer of that cake is I don't judge myself. Like if I go three months and I want to get something done and it's not progressing because I'm because I've got nothing in the cup because I gave too much over the last hundred days, then that's okay. I mean that's happening a lot to me right now. Like you know between you know the business and making sure family and friends are okay and between the all in challenge where we raised almost $60 million and between, you know, just, there's just so you know, being there for so many friends that are really struggling right now. So many friends, you know, contemporaries and, you know, acquaintances are struggling, you know, just heavy, right? Like yesterday there was that report about like the pig flu in China and just like some of my friends were just like, I give up. And I'm like, okay, relax. You know, like, you know, when you're, when you're the emotional strength for a lot of people, it's daunting, but, and so what ends up happening is if I didn't get to something over the last three weeks, six weeks that I needed to financially, professionally, emotionally, I just know it's okay. I think a lot of people beat themselves up. Like I could see you being like, damn, I didn't register my daughter for camp. I fucked up or shit. Like, you know, like, and and I'm kind of like, you know, like I'm just trying out here. And I think, I think it's self-love and it's being practical about, you know, when you're giving all day, sometimes something's going to drop. That makes I think, sense. I think balance is in the eye of the beholder. You know, everyone's like, got to get that work-life balance down. I'm like, that's individual. Yeah. You know, everyone's got a different point of view on work-life balance. And I'm all over the place, right? Like last night I slept 10 hours, you know, a week ago or last week I stayed up to two o'clock in the morning and looked up sports cards and woke up at six. You know, like, like I, I just don't think life is as binary as people think it is, you know, and I'm just comfortable navigating it, you know? For sure. Um, okay. So then my other question, so like, you know, I've been into the, um, the flipping and all of that. So I started a page called, um, like this simple flipping life. Um, cause it's supposed to be about like, you know, minimalism and then like taking what you have and kind of flipping it and DIY renovations and things like that. Um, but I already kind of like naturally had like a little bit of a following like on my personal pages. And so like I was kind of torn between like, should I just like do it on my personal pages? Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. Okay. 
I was like, I don't know, like, cause I don't know if I should. Okay. So like my end goal is to like flip houses and to show people how to flip houses. So like, I, I don't know if I should build a Mix brand it. around that too, or like just no, no, the brand, that. Kristen, the brand is you. Look at your handle. Life is Kristen. Life ain't one fucking dimension. You already got the fucking, you already got the name. I'm putting out wine. I'm putting out sports cards. I'm putting out business. I'm putting out garage sales. I'm putting out all sorts of shit on my platform. People, people really think it's a niche game. I don't. I mean, everyone's got a different point of view, but like, I don't see it that way. You know, I really don't. I'm I think, I think <laughs> you mix it all. And some people are like, and people don't listen. When I went from, can you imagine this? When I started talking about business on my page, after I did wine content for three years before I did any business content, everybody was just yelling at me like, yo, stay in your lane, wine boy. You're not, don't talk about business. Like people just, you know, like this isn't gonna work. You're gonna fail, like stick to what you know. And I was laughing. I'm like, you don't know me. I know a ton of shit and you know a ton of shit and you're gonna have different interests because I can tell the way you're talking. And that's fucking amazing. That's what makes it interesting. Thank you, thank you. You're I'm welcome. sure those people that were hating in the comments are probably still hating in somebody's comments. You, you, they, listen, hate is the byproduct of somebody who's unhappy with their own life. We should, we should stop hating our haters and we should start loving our haters. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I have a crazy relationship with the people that hate me. I actually have incredible amounts of compassion and sympathy and empathy, like the thought to take time out of my day to try to drag somebody else down or make them feel bad, that blows my mind. I've got zero, zero seconds for that shit. Like I'm trying to spend every second I can to make people happy and feel good. I can't even imagine, can't even imagine the deep insecurity, the bad parenting, the the unlucky circumstances, the pain. I mean, to really want, to go to somebody, to really want to go to somebody's fucking account and try to make them feel awful too. And notice how I, the key word there was too. Yeah. There, there's nobody who's happy and content who's going into the comments hating. I, we, we're going to need to find a way to be compassionate. I see people blocking and deleting hate. Don't block and delete. That's your own insecurity of you not being able to deal with something that might be making you feel uncomfortable. I mean, this is this is about going to a higher place. I, I, I roll with deep compassion for my haters. You have time to worry about my life when I, when I don't even know your name? That's not good. I, I, I want it to be better for you. They say if you're, you don't have any haters and you're not doing something right too, so... But that's, again, that's, that's street talk to like pump someone up. I'm coming at it from a, from love talk. I'm coming at this from a totally different place. I don't need haters or cheerers to tell me I'm winning. I know I'm winning. I don't need any fucking validation from the outside pro or con. I'm actually talking about genuinely, genuinely caring about other human beings, especially the ones that are most trying to hurt you. That's on some different mental shit and that's and that is what i think is the next step that we need i agree awesome um, can i get a follow too hell yeah uh, my fiance was like he's not gonna follow you i'm like dude gary's totally gonna follow me <laughs> what's his name uh his name is brenton 
Brayton. Tell him he's a hater. <laughs> What's his name? Branton. Branton? Yeah. Branton, you lost this one, bro. You lost this one. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> I got you. Man, you got a you got a real page going. Good for you. <laughs> that was like I just started trying too. Like that was like naturally just my page. Like, like literally. I probably posted like five times in like the past two days because I knew I was gonna be on here until I was like, I have to get it together. But the rest of that is literally just like I literally just started trying. My really TikTok cute. bio says Gary V made me do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish you well. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, that was a good little moment there. I've been really thinking a lot about this. There's so much anxiety and hate right now in the world. Um, we're on tilt and people are just looking to fight, looking to tear down, looking to blame somebody. It's just, it's a real, real, real heavy time. And there is only one answer, only, um, which is compassion and empathy. And, you know, that doesn't mean that there aren't systematic things that need to change and things of that nature, but people are, people are selling fear or they're selling judgment. Right now, everything is fear or judgment and neither, you know, fear or shame, excuse me. It's fear or shame right now. It's fucking fear or shame. It's just not working. Let's keep it moving. Hello there, hey, Gary V. Good morning. Hey, Brandon. How are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Truly really grateful for you offering these uh, interaction experiences, man. There's so much uncertainty in uh, these transitional times of self-growth, and I've gained so much insight, potent motivation, and value from your content. So, so thank you very much. Got you. Awesome. Um, as a, I was going to ask you just one question. Uh, as a 35-year-old departing a life of hospitality and restaurants, I'm inspired to sort of like sample the waters, as you say, to a lot of 20-year-olds. Um, and I'm asking, how do I negotiate the feelings that, you know, I don't have enough time to try these new things out, that I need to fast track my progress with boot camps and certifications, sort of to compensate for lost time and, and need to make a decision like immediately? No. You're wrong. It's good to hear. I, <laughs> at 34 years old, I started my life all over and had nothing. You know, a lot of people are very confused by my story. I came into my dad's business. I worked my fucking face off from 22 to 34. I built that from a three to a $60 million business, me. Mm. I never got paid more than 100K because in family businesses, you just kind of put all the money back in the business. Right. And then I left at 34 and had dick because it was my mission to give back to my parents. I was proud to build that business for my parents, but I left with nothing. I love when people try to throw hate back to the last thing, like, fuck this guy, his dad gave him $3 million. I'm like, no, no, my dad had a business doing $3 million. Right. Top line revenue, not profit. I fucking went in there and built it for 12 hmm. years, left with zero, and at 34, started VaynerMedia with AJ hmm. six months before my 35th birthday and had no money to the point where I had to get a friend, big shout out Mike Lazaro from Buddy Media, to let our office be in one of his conference rooms because we couldn't afford rent. Hmm. Crazy. Okay. Now, so now, now, just to put the full clarity for everybody, I because I was making 40, 60, 70, 80,000 a year in my 20s and I because and I li I lived 
what I give advice on. I saved my money. I had a dog shit fucking car. I had a dog shit clothes. I didn't go out. I didn't do shit. I saved. And so then at 32, when Facebook and Twitter and Humbler came along, I was able to take the money and put it all in that and bet the farm on it, which is why I had no money. I was saving. Hmm. But then right before we started Vayner, a year earlier or two, I put all that money to work on this big risk I was taking that everybody said I was crazy on on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. That obviously worked out. So I ate dog shit for a decade, which gave me the savings. I lived that $65,000 a year life, you know, and then I put Mm. it to work and I made the right bet. Gotcha. Um, The point of that story is really to tell you that, like, I basically started over at 34. Okay. Yeah. So when I hear people like mm. worried at 26 and worried 20, now I came with my experience. I had the experience of learning how to build a business because I fucking had talent. But most people that have my kind of talent from 22 to 34, they're named fucking LeBron James and they make billions. Like, uh, like, you know, or they're, or they're, or they're like one of the founders of a company that sold a ton of business. I did it for the family. I lived Mm. my truth. And, and I don't regret it. At the time, you know, in my early 30s, there was some resentment, you know? But but the reality is now it's the best thing I ever did. I did the right thing by my folks. I did the right thing for my soul. And I'm proud of how I did it. And now it allows me to tell you right at this moment, like, you're a child, bro. Like, cool, what, are man. Ta- what are we talking about here, bro? You're a kid. Yeah. Don't compare. When I was 27 years old and working the Christmas season, I had to be on the floor, the store, because usually I would be downstairs or upstairs once we built a new store and be on the computer selling wine. But Mm -hmm. during December, I had to go downstairs because it was too busy. And my friends would come that I went to high school with would come to the liquor store, the wine store, and they would buy a case of champagne and I would ring them up at the cash register, cashier, and then I would grab the case and take it outside and put it into their car. Their BMW sometimes, because some of my friends were good students and kind of went to Wall Street or did some shit. Right. And, and when I tell you, there was never a moment in that entire story I just told you, think about the humility and patience and confidence that is needed to, to be the stock boy, be the cashier, and be the servant that brings out the box to your high school friend's car and not envy it, but use it as motivation, as inspiration, as focus. So don't worry about what some 23-year-old's doing. That has nothing to do with you. That was the biggest problem of everyone getting Mm -hmm. so hyped on Zucks or Kevin Systrom or Travis with Uber, Instagram, and Facebook. They were incredible entrepreneurs and did transcendent stuff, but their life had nothing to do with you. That's the problem with like the prior conversation where the wonderful young gentleman said, you know, not no very little money, 50, 60,000. 50, 60,000 people ripped their arms off for half the people here watching right now would more maybe would would die to make 50, 60,000 a year, right? But would yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. Because 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 if they're making 58 and they don't like it, is it better to make 42 and love it? Like, you know, to me, that's just a whole game, man. Listen, I'm at the top of my game, well on my way mm. to all-time stuff. And I'm like sitting here debating if I want to retire and be, like quit everything and just become a baseball card dealer. <laughs> I'm being dead fucking serious. Right. Uh-huh. If I didn't love Vayner and Gary Vee so much doing all this stuff, 
and I'm still like having weird thoughts this week. Gotcha. Like on, so like on it, some, yeah. like on some, like real talk. Gotcha. I'm hearing all of that, man. I really appreciate that. Just saying it's okay to just let that, allow that leg room to happen in your thirties because. Cause the thirties are early, bro. I yeah. feel young as shit at 44. Yeah. I don't know what the pressure is in the, in the thirties game or something. Um, I'll, the self growth I'll, I'll phase. The pressure, is. Yeah. the pressure is society made rules. Your parents, yeah. your other, your friend, your 36 year old, you know, good friend from fifth grade. Who's on kid number three and has a second house. Like, the 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 pressure is envy and caring about other people instead of focusing on your own shit. Cool, cool. It's the Joneses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. Awesome. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Gary. Talk to see you. Awesome. Really appreciate you, bro. Good luck. Thank you so much, Dustin. Yes, sir. There's some real shit. Can 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 a team clip? Can we get the team to clip some of this shit and put it on the gram? We're trying. <laughs> Fucking killing it out here. Like, <laughs> fuck. Let's go. I am on a roll. Somebody said Gary's on a roll. That's right. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Hey, everybody who's listening to the podcast. We interrupt this on a mid roll. Unlike everybody else who's trying to make a dollar on the mid roll, I'm tr- I'm trying to surprise the fuck out of you. I'm gonna use the mid-roll occasionally to do something fun as shit. So today's mid-roll contest is, you have to use this hashtag on your Instagram. So take a screenshot right now on your phone or your desktop, post it in your Instagram main feed, stories do not count. Use the hashtag, Gary V, I love your mid-roll, and tell me why you should win. And we're gonna pick one random person and you're gonna get 30 minutes with me on Skype to do business consulting, crazy value, and and you're gonna be able to spend a day on Zoom with my team to learn how we roll to make your business better. And I'm gonna send you a crazy swag pack, hoodies, wine, shit from my shelf. You're gonna give me your address. So please check it out. Everybody get in right now, mid-roll surprises. Join today. All right, back to the podcast. What's up, Gary? What's Holy good, shit, man. I'm fucking nervous, man. Don't worry, bro. We're friends. <laughs> like, shaking and everything. Um, I've been watching you for like three years, dude. Um, damn. Can't even get the nerves in check right now. Holy Where do you shit. live? I, uh, Naples, Florida, actually. I love it. Um, my wife is watching. My mom is probably watching, too. So, what's up, guys? Awesome. Um, they know this is like a really big deal to me, man. Like I said, I've been watching you for like three years. And, um, damn. Holy shit. Don't worry, bro. Trying I'm to right be a here. man. Trying to be a man here, you know? <laughs> bro, it doesn't take a man. A, ma- a man A man owns his emotions. I'm a yeah. man out here talking about compassion, sympathy, kindness, and love. So I'm proud of you for talking about your nerves. I'm, and I'm unbelievable. I just want you to hear this clear. You can't imagine how nice that makes me feel. I'm super flattered. Awesome. I'm so glad, man. It's humbling. Like, you really do change people's lives, dude. Like, I'm sure you know, but like, it's like to a whole different level. So Thank you, bro. Um, I started watching like three years ago, actually. I was like in tech school. Um, to give you kind of a quick backstory, I'm trying to try to be as quick as I can. Um, I'm 22. I'm married. Um, I've been married for like three years. Um, I just had a baby, couple, like, you know, in January. Congrats. So, you know, I'm pretty fulfilled in that sense. You know what I'm saying? But um, like I'm aspiring. Like I've, one thing I've always loved to do since I've been like 13 is like make YouTube videos. Like. Just because, like, I have had rough patches in my life when I was younger, 
and like watching people on YouTube, like, you know, entertaining people, like that's always been like, I'm like, wow, like, you know, it's always made me feel good. So I've like always, like, I want to do that for people too. And like, my thing is like, I love cars. Like I like racing. I like, you know, building race cars and shit. So, um, like I have a YouTube channel that I, it's been up for like four years, but I've been so inconsistent, you know, like I upload and then I delete it because I think the videos aren't good enough, you know, just like really negative. And then that's when I started watching you. Actually, like I said, like three years ago, I was in tech school. And um, I think I really went to tech school, too, because of like, you know, I was like, I need to make a normal life out of myself. Like, you know, um, I was already engaged, about to get married. I'm like, I need a real career, this and that. But then I started watching you and I'm like, man, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm just doing this because... (laughs) You know, like I think that's what I need, but it really doesn't. Make just for clarity, happen. for just for clarity, as as long as every, if there's some new people watching, that slang term in our world of like we're doing it the wrong way. I think a lot of times when some of the Jersey jargon comes out of my mouth, like I don't want people to like think we're demonizing here. Like it just means like we're there's more opportunity. So keep going. Right. Yeah. Like I, I was like I'm doing all this. I feel like for other people, you know, because like. I was like the bad kid growing up, man. I'm telling you, I was like the black sheep of the family, you know, like I was bad behaved, like terrible grades in school. I'd throw my report card away before, you know, I gave it to my mom. Oh shit, my phone. <laughs> Bro, um, I, I literally flushed down the toilet my report card all the time. My, dude, it was a fun it was a funny game between me and my mom. Oh, she knew. Sorry. But I was I was trying to buy, you know, it was cause I would always get punished for usually a month, but my mom would let me off after two weeks. So um <laughs> It was yeah. always trying to buy an extra weekend before. Dude, I had, like, it's so funny. Go of ahead. course, man. Like I, I was just like, you know, I basically like, I feel like I went to tech school and I did all that just to prove myself and, you know, just kind of be like, you know, I'm not as bad as people think, you know, especially when your family says you're bad. It's like kind of rough to deal with that, you know, it's extremely difficult. So and it's really tough. Yeah. Go ahead. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I graduated with a 4.0, which I know in tech school is like not, it's only a year and a half, so it's not like too big of a deal, bro, but I tried under, my best. Don't, bro, you know? don't undermine your success. Yeah, I, I know, just some people like I'm sure are like, oh, that's bro, not that hard, but. The biggest, the biggest issue out of your mouth is the word some people. Yeah. Bro, yeah. you have to stop giving a fuck about these people in the comments and the ones that are watching. Yeah, that's true. No, bro, and that's. Some, ready for this? Let me tell you about my life. Some people thought business what, what, like selling sports cards as a teenager was going to lead to me being a bum because I got bad grades. Right. Th- those, some people were wrong. Yeah, they were definitely wrong. <laughs> I mean, some people are right. Yeah. Some people are wrong, but like, but value it. Like I always listen very carefully and just like you hedging the 4.0 based on some people is the biggest thing we need to work on on the next 91 years of your life. You've gone nine, you know, like that's just, that's where you're at. You, we got to fix that. Yeah. And when I say fix that, I, that feels too heavy. You need to get into a better relationship with that. Right. Everyone's always going to have an opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's 100% true. Everyone always has something to say. And it's I I thought Patrick Mahomes was not going to be a good quarterback. Right. I don't know how much yeah. he followed football. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but guess what? He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that was like all that basically just to kind of lead up to, you know, what I think about myself, like in the sense of, so like, I'm a very negative person, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a negative Nancy kind of guy. Like literally I wake you, up in you're, the morning. You're, you're, you're cynical. Like you wake up and you're cynical. Yes. Like I wake up and I'm like, what can go wrong today? You know, because like I've tried so you're not, hard. You're to, ready for this. You're not a negative person. You're a scared person. Uh, yeah, I could, yeah, I could definitely. 
Alexis, that, that's a big difference, bro. Yeah. For all the people out there that are watching that are fear that are scared and fear-based and vulnerable, you're not negative. Don't demonize yourself. You're actually yeah. vulnerable. You're not negative, bro. Oh, I didn't think about it like that, actually. I never well, that's thought about why, it. That's why we're fucking doing tea with Gary Vee. Yes, yes. That's why I'm glad to be on here because I needed to hear and let me, this. And, and, let me tell, and let me tell you why this is important, Alexis. If you All of a sudden, when you wake up tomorrow and you realize you're not a negative, when somebody thinks they're a negative person, that's devastating. Yeah. You're like, I'm bad. No, no, you're not bad. You're hurt. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was something that happened to me, you know, when I was younger or something, you know, it just kind of, of like sets that, you know, where it's like, what what's going to happen today? You know, like, it's such a bad, but like, I feel like that affects me with everything I do because like, of course when I'm does. making YouTube videos or like when I'm doing stuff like that, I'm kind of like, you know, like, oh, this is going to be trash. Like, this isn't good enough. Like, you know, and just like, I don't know, I put myself down a lot and I'm just like, my original question actually is nothing with what I'm talking about, you know? Bro, this but... is the real shit. And like, we're here. I'm with you right now. I like this talk right now. I really, really, really like this talk right now. I think you're helping over the next 10 years because a lot of people watch this video, not when we yeah. record it. You're about to help a lot of people. I can see in the comments. You literally just helped a lot of people just in that one moment. So let's keep going. Yeah. I'm telling you that your self-esteem is vulnerable because to your point, you said it earlier, when your family tells you you're not good, you believe that shit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think- We need to get, we need to get out of that. I know. And that's does, why like- does your, does, your, does your family still say that? Um, I, I honestly, so like as soon as I started watching your videos, and I know you say not to do this as much, but like I feel like, you know, I just tried to cut out negative people out of my life and just isolate myself. Like I do this a lot, even like, I've actually never had any long-term friends. Like, I've never had a friend that I can be like, oh, I've been best friends with this guy for a long time. I think my best friend right now, I would guess, is like, I've known him for like a year. You know what I'm saying? Because like, as soon as like someone does something that well, I feel like makes me feel negative, I just kind of like isolate myself and I push everyone away. You know what I'm saying? Like, Of course, because you're, you're emotionally soft. Yeah, yeah, I can and see the, that. And, <laughs> and your Mendoza line for cutting someone off is super low. Like for yeah. me... My Mendoza line's super high. Like you have to really, really, really go somewhere. And I've had a lot of things done to me. I had a friend in college who stole my Sega Genesis and I still was friends with him after I found out. Holy shit. Because I, because I knew he was in a bad spot to do that to me. I was in right. a, a rugged college. But like, but, like, <laughs> but, like, but other people I know cut people off because they said something. Right. Like yeah. the, reason, the reason you don't have long-term friendships is because of your own lack of self-esteem and your inability to rise above when somebody goes low. Right. And like, and that was going to be and that's kind a, of like, and these are, keep going. Oh, I was just going to say like, that was going to be my thing. Like I said, I've been watching you for a long time and I know like, you know, you actually, I was worse than that to be honest. Like watching you, you has made me better. Like, you know, more, more confident in myself and more like, you know, I can deal with that kind of stuff more, but um, I feel like it takes a long time too, because even in three years of watching you, like I'm still not where I want to be, if that makes any sense. Like I'm still, you know, not like mentally where I want to be and just stop being so negative. And I wish, and every time something good happens in my life, I'm always like, okay, what's going to happen now? Like ask, you can ask my wife, like, I don't get excited when good things happen because I automatically think something bro, bad's going to happen right after. Bro, I live with this. My father's got a lot of these similar traits, bro. Holy shit. So... <laughs> I understand is, you. Is there any way like I can, you know, 
like get better at yes. that you know like of course you you just said you got better the last three years yeah yeah i feel like i have like i feel like i've gotten better at like stop fearing about what other people think about me that's like a big thing for me like i've gotten way better at that you know you see how you've got some some muscle yeah <laughs> how'd you do that oh yeah i worked out played football in high school yeah that's how you do this yeah listening to positivity Owning your shortcomings, accept that, you know, the reason I'm talking with such candor here, you know, I'm sure some people are watching like, damn, Gary's like exposing his shit. I'm not doing that. I mean, that I like it. You. I love it. It's awesome. Because it's <laughs> empowering when you own your shortcomings. Yeah. I don't want to say that I thought Patrick, I mean, it's a silly one, but I don't want to say that I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to throw too many picks to be a good quarterback. He's gonna, right. He might end up being the best quarterback in football history if he keeps going on this path. Like, you know, right. like, but, but if you can't own your fucking shortcomings, well, then you can't talk about your strengths. Bro, I actually, you know, what I think is keeping me here with you is my deep belief that you're on your way because it's about awareness. Like the right. fact that you're, you're, the fact that you have the strength to come on here with all these people watching and talk to me like this actually yeah. makes me believe that you're well on your way because I know a lot of people who don't. Yeah. I'm just like trying to like, you know, like it's such a bad thing in my life that like, it's like a mental block for everything I do that it's like, man, I need to stop doing this. Like I, it's like, I realize like I'm so, you know, and like just trying to like, you know, stop you doing need, it. You, it need, you need to realize that you're not bad. You grew up being told you were bad and you believed it. You right. need to realize you're not bad, you're scared. Right. The yeah. second you go right. from I'm a bad guy, I'm a tough guy, I'm a negative guy, to I'm a soft guy, I'm a vulnerable guy, I'm emotionally like not where I need to be guy, all of a sudden, the way you even look at yourself changes and then you could start focusing on building those muscles on right. that. Yeah. You know, do you get this feeling that you don't, you, you get, you cut people off because you don't feel like you, you get into this place where you feel like they're pulling one off on you and you don't like that. Yes. Feeling. Like I always think somebody has an angle. Every time someone's nice to me, I'm like, okay, what's your angle, dude? Like, what do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? Did, did you feel that way about me the first time you saw the content potentially? Like what's going to be the other shoe? Like, is he going to try to sell me a course or what's the fucking punchline? Uh, actually, or do you not remember? Um, surprisingly, I feel like I didn't just because like, you know, like you were so honest that I feel like you wouldn't be the type to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you were just being like straight up, like authentic and honest and like, so it, it just, like, it worked for you. Okay. So it really so did. I, I, I think, and maybe that's cause I was remote and through right. uh, screen instead Possibly. of real life. Possibly. You know, look, I, I think you need to, here's where, here's where I'm trying to get you to go. You need to get into a totally different place with your self-esteem. You need right. to love yourself. That's why the biggest moment of this talk was you're not negative, you're just vulnerable. That was the right. biggest moment. Because when you wake up and you're like, I'm scared today. Right. And, and I need to get less scared today. That is huge, huge compared to waking up and saying, I'm negative. I'm right. a bad guy. That's a game changer, Alexis. That's a game changer. Yeah. It's, it's like hard though. Like I try to, I really, really like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, like just stop thinking like that. You know, like you got this, no, you know, it's, and it's, you have to understand it's ingrained in you. So what you need to do is practice. What do I mean by that? The next, this one friend you've got right now for a year, the first time he does something that doesn't pop off properly, you have to fucking, you have to like email me or DM me or watch this video game. You have to forgive him. 
Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That holds grudges. <laughs> Bro, grudges are garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Grudges are fucking garbage. Grudges yeah. are the execution of a weak man. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. It makes you just, you know, makes your life quality go down when you hold grudges because you can't just hold a grudge is your, against is everyone. Your, is your wife positive? Yes. She's like the complete opposite of me. Yeah, but, like, I, mean, I feel like I try to so put cliche. her down, though. Like, I'm that bad of that, course like, you do. I try to bring her... You're not that you bad. Know. You're not that bad. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if we change the terminology in your life, shit will get good. You're not that yeah. bad. You're that weak. You're that scared. You're that yeah. soft. I, I totally agree with you, honestly. Like, no, it's big. I want to yeah. change your vernacular. Because if yeah. you do, you'll be a different man. Yeah. It's that when you're most scared, you try to bring her down to your level. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. That's why when you say you talk about like haters, you know, like trying to bring other people down, do I'm you like, find, man, I'm do that you, guy. Do you, like, do, you find, do you find yourself like being jealous if like another guy looks at her? Like, are you trying to like cage her? No, not like that actually. Okay. Like, I'm not like bad like that, but I'm bad in the sense of like when she's like trying to be happy for me for something I accomplished or positive or she's You're positive like, don't about do something. That. She, don't do that because I'm going to, something's going to happen and then I'm yes. going to let you down and that's going to make yes. you feel. Like yeah, that's 100%. my fear to like let my son down, let her down. Like I'm always like in bro, that. Bro, listen to me. The only thing that you can do to let them down is by continuing down the path of thinking that you're bad. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I can't, I don't want him to grow up like that, you know, like being like me. Like, I don't want to. Of course you don't. But let me tell you, because I've watched this. I've watched this transpire because I'm I'm old for 44. I got some real (laughs) fucking emotional wisdom. What's going to end up happening is if your child or children end up having similar DNA to you, you're going to feel so bad that you're going to actually resent them and have like a worse relationship. Like, you'll have a good relationship with the children that take your wife's DNA, and you'll have a bad relationship with the children that take your DNA because it's going to be painful to you because you're going to be like, fuck, I passed that on to her or him, so yeah. I'm out. No, you I can't agree. do I, that. You I can't know. do that. Can't. Yeah. Bro, I'm really proud of you. To be at Thank this you. place at this young of an age to be self-aware enough to know what's brewing and to have the courage yeah. to come on here and talk to me about this shit, that's yeah. game-changing. You're Thank clo- you. Thank when I tell you you're close because the only thing that holds people back is hiding shit. Right, right. And right now you just told tens of thousands of people about your shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like that bad, dude. That like I'm like, I have to tell someone that actually like, you know, because like I tell other people, like my wife, I want to say other people, I mean like my wife. And um, like, you know, she's just like, I feel like maybe hearing it from her is not as good because I'm like, of course, you're just going to try to like, you know, bring me up and make me feel better because I'm your husband, you know? So of course, like, I feel like her answer is not as genuine maybe, but it probably Doesn't is. Carry- I just automatically you- think that. Yeah, yeah, listen, you default into the angle, the conspiracy. You must love conspiracy fucking documentaries. Like, you, that's like, you know, like, <laughs> like that's where you're at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and what's so interesting in the theme of this show is now you know why you're the one that looks at other things and tries to tear people down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's all the same game. We, I, I really believe as we go through this period of time in American history specifically and really in the world, where yeah. hate and negativity have definitely risen. 100%. I, I, I believe that we're going to get into mental health issues and get into, you know, parenting structures and like, and, and the, and, and the, the, and what I, what I'm really worried about is that a lot of people that are, that think they're kind and good people are actually shaming people and start, instead of trying to help. 
Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I can, of course you do. I You're on the receiving end of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, holy shit, dude, I didn't even think about it, like how you were saying it, you know, like maybe I just, you know, got to, um, I think I got to like work on it more, like on a daily basis and just exercise it more, you know, I'm trying to change that because damn, like it's. I didn't even think about it. I don't know. I didn't think about it like I'm scared of stuff. You know, I just thought about it like I'm just negative, you know, and like I just don't like people that much, you know, and this and that. No, no. You don't like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably. You don't like yourself. I I really don't like how I am. Like I hate that mindset that I have. That's right. But the good news is you can fix it. I didn't like that I didn't have, you know, muscles and, you know, like, and that I was not healthy for my heart and like I was gonna like and I changed it and and when I tell you working out and eating right did not come natural to me at all right so I changed I figured it out I got a babysitter a trainer and I figured out the system you just have to figure out your system right maybe you have to maybe you have to listen to positivity on podcasts 24 hours a day that's right dude I listen to you all every single day like and and other people too and I appreciate it but like you know like and 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 maybe me like Bro, you have to watch this video like every day. Yeah. No, I, I probably will. Dude, this is like the biggest Please. moment ever. I told my wife this is like top five like best things like in my and life. Bro, you are just perfectly cliche in so many of your actions. I see so many young people who have this framework get married early as soon as they find somebody super positive. Yeah, yeah. You it's thirst. like I don't even realize it. Yeah, that's I right. For you thirst are... for her. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I tell her all the time, I'm like, like I wish I could be like you like I wish I could just think everything's gonna be fine and like you know like I always tell her that because it's just such a good you know like you're and instead of instead of making it selfish and say I wish I could be like you maybe what you can do is make it a compliment you're making it about yourself when you say that to her oh shit I didn't even think what you what what you what you might want to change that to and this is where semantics of words matter maybe you say to her what's her name uh Noemi Noemi yeah Noemi, I admire your optimism and positivity. Now all of a sudden you're giving her a compliment because when you say to her, I wish that I could be like you, she's yeah. not taking that as a compliment. She sees that as you being selfish about what you wish. You're, you're about you in that sentence. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm saying I wish I was, you know, yeah. And what, you know, yeah. and, and what you're doing is you're subconsciously again saying, hey, like feel bad for me. Right. Instead of propping her up, you're asking her for another hand. You're almost, there's a subconscious guilt of like, you got lucky with DNA. I didn't. And what's going to happen with her is she's going to build resentment for you over time. Right. No, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with that. Yeah. Bro, I really, really believe in you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Like, you know, I don't normally talk about this with anyone, you know, normally like I try, like I said, like only with her, but I was like, man, Gary's like the perfect person to just put this on, you know, and just see like what, you know, what his response would be to this. Like, I've been trying to talk to you for the longest time, dude. Like I'm telling you three years, like I would DM you all the time. Like when you took out with, like came out with this messaging service, I'd message you and stuff, you know, um, you actually responded like six months ago. Like you were like, Hey, what's up? Cause I was like, I'm like, I hope you see this, you know, and then you responded back to it. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I saved it, you know? <laughs> so, Alexis, I swear to God, on everything in my body, I genuinely think you can win this game. Thank you, man. I really, like, it's life-changing to hear that from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's Bro, please realize, deal. 
that you are wounded, you're hurt. You're not bad. You're good with an injury. Right. Yeah. I just didn't realize that. I didn't think about it. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I guess like it's cause I'm young too. So it kind of like, you don't think about that stuff. Like, you know, and now I'm like, damn, that's probably what it is. Maybe something happened to me, you know, like it just kind of like, yeah, listen, and, and by the way, don't, and I don't think it's, I, usually it's more of a systematic, you know, culture. Like it's very likely that one of your parents is exactly the same way. And instead of resenting your parent, you can feel bad for them too. Right. You can have compassion for them. Instead of now going into a place of like, you know what? Fuck you, mom. Gary's yeah. right. I'm fuck you. No, no. Yeah. You can go into a place of compassion because it's likely that her mom did that or your dad's dad did that. Or right. you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So it's important that you realize it's, uh, you need to realize that you're strong enough to change it for everyone. Right. Digging yeah. in and drawing a line and making it a fight is going to do nothing. Yeah. And you think like also like what you surround yourself with also kind of affects you too? Kind of 100, like. 100%. Right? Yeah. Of course I believe that. It's yeah. why I fucking work so hard to put out so much free content. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be a positive force for people that aren't fortunate enough to have something. And I have a unique communication style and a, and a human element that clicks for some people that, because, because I think they can taste the lack of interest of anything other than uh, the exit. You know, like I'm not looking for anything. For I agree hundred percent. That's why I said when I first started watching your videos, I didn't think like you had an angle actually. Like I was like, holy shit, this guy's like, and it's, I think it's because you called people on their bullshit, you know? And like, that's you know why it's funny. Said, like, you know what's funny? I hear that a lot from me, from people and they like that. It, you know what's funny? I don't even, I, I think even the tone of this conversation, I, I just want to help. Right. Yeah. And that's like, you know, you always preach that and it really does like work. That's why I said like, you do change. Like I said, even in three years, I feel like I have gotten better. You know, maybe I, I've gotten worse actually. At, that I isolate people like myself from people more, but I have gotten better in the sense of like, you know, now like with YouTube and like other stuff like that, I'm more confident that I will be able to make that work. You know, like that's like my brother, thing that brother, I'm like. You, you need to realize that those people aren't bad or have an angle. It's that you're scared because you're not emotionally strong to be let down. Yeah. No, you're, you're, cutting, you're cutting them out to protect yourself. The way mm -hmm. to really win, quote unquote, is for you to get comfortable with being let down and realizing that's not a reflection of you. Right. No, I agree with that. That's that's awesome. That's like what I needed to hear. I'm glad I could deliver it, bro. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really, really appreciate it, dude. Lex, listen to me. Over the next year, a million people are gonna watch this video. Just remember, that means that cutting people out or trolling someone or waking up, like you're not gonna be able to live anymore tricking people. You're not tricking anyone anymore. Right. Use that as a positive. Yeah, no, I, dude, trust me, I like, I said maybe like hearing it from you since like I've always looked up to you for a long time. And like, you know, like I said, in the last three years, I was like, you know, um, 19, 20, you know, 21. So like, I feel like I kind of grew up in, cause you know, like in those stages of life, you do grow up to a certain extent, you know, like, and I feel like watching you as like my role model has kind of like, you know, helped me a lot. So now I'm actually talking to you, which is still crazy. Um, and listening to you say that, you know, my role model is like, holy shit, like, you know, yeah, I need to change. I need to do something like, 
I can't keep being like this. This is I'm I'm telling you right now, what most excites me is I know you can. Thank you so much. If if you knew the power and strength it took for you to be honest on this video, now living life and being okay with Ricky if he like steals your money or like says something bad about your wife and you being a bigger person, like you can't imagine now trying to forgive one of your parents or an uncle or something, you know, I don't want to dive too deep. It might be something even more extreme than just a negative atmosphere. It might be some real deep shit. Forgiveness is the fucking key to a whole new life. Yeah. No, I, 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 I haven't practiced that yet in my life. If you know, like I haven't really, I'm not a forgiveful person, so maybe I should. That comes, that comes out of your own insecurity. Yeah. Forgiveness and being the bigger person and kindness is the fucking ultimate strength. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. I need to, I need to do it. I need to start doing it. I really do. I really I do. I believe you. I really think you can. I really think you can. That's why I'm five minutes late for a huge client meeting. Oh my God, dude, I'm so sorry. No, 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 you're not, no, no. What, I'm, what I want you to hear is that the reason I'm this late is because I feel this moment so much and I'm also super aware of how raw and real we went and how many hundreds of people right now watching are living your exact life. And this, this thing, I genuinely believe is the seed of so much of the things that are anxious in our society. And I desperately, desperately want to be one of the forces to fucking help cut this thing out of our bodies. Yeah. No, I mean, we need it. You know, like the people that are like me, like, you know, it's like- Alexis, what up? you have an Instagram? Yes. Because I want this community to DM you, encourage you, and I want you to make some positive friends. What's your, what's your you so Instagram? Um, it's Alexis Cisnero. Uh, just the way- and, it, Yeah, just the ahead. way like my name is. Um, and then underscore at the end. Right, right after? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alexis. Yeah, right there. Somebody found or Dustin found it, I guess. That's awesome. Holy shit. He's All right. fast. All right, you're at you're at five sixty seven, five sixty eight now. Oh you dude, like thank you, you so like, much. You like cars? I love cars. That's been my passion since I was like six years old. All right, five sixty eight. Vayner Nation. This would mean the world to me. I want to see this number completely fucking explode and I want every one of you to DM this man something positive. I want Alexis, dude, please. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much, Gary man. Thank you so much. Alexis, listen to me. Please do me one honor. Please listen to this whole entire thing. I think it was like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> often. Often. Okay. Thank like you so work, much, man. Like literally work out every morning and listen to this or while you're brushing your teeth every morning. Every yeah. morning. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much, dude. I will listen to it. I mean, trust me, this is like a huge deal to me. <laughs> Like, like I it's said, huge, top five, like, life it's, moments. It's, and, you it's know. a huge, it's a huge deal for me too. Thank you so much. Holy shit. Like I didn't, I honestly wasn't even going to talk to you about this. Like I was like, I had a whole different question, but then I was like talking to you and I'm like, damn, like he's actually like as real as it gets, man. You know? So I was like, you know, I'm just going to lay it all out. You know? I was like, Alexis, you helped more people today than most people ever get to help in their entire life. You're a thank good you so kid. Much. You're not negative. You. You're not bad. Damn. You're mislabeled, bro. You're gonna make me cry, dude. Like, holy shit. This is like Bro, you're mislabeled. You're mislabeling yourself to yourself. Yeah. You're a wonderful fucking human who has an injury, has a vulnerability, and has to completely address that 
and change the way you talk and think and practice that. You want, you want a real prescription? Go reach out to everybody in your phone. Go to your phone right now and look at from A to Z and text people and say you're sorry and I love you. Damn. Yeah. That takes real strength. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some people that I, I'm like, dude, I would never even want to see this guy's name again. You know, like, I don't know why. Like, it's... Because, yeah, you're, because you're insecure. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and when, I and when you And when you do that, if you get the courage to do it, when they reply, fuck you, understand. Yeah. Compassion comes from enormous strength. Thank you so much, man. Like... Like I said, this is this moment right here. I think is definitely 100% life changing for me. This is definitely like, like I said, I've been doing better in these last three years, but I feel like this is like that boost that I need 100%. Thank you I'm so proud much, of you, bro. Gary. I love you a I'm lot. So sorry. Good luck. Thank you so much, man. I love you too, dude. Sorry for what? Sorry for you being late. <laughs> Ten oh nine. I didn't notice the time. This is the best nine minutes late in my entire life. I'm so humbled to have this moment with you. What we just did here will forever bring value to human beings. I believe it in the depths of my fucking being. Thank you, dude. That's like, that means the world to me, man. Honestly, it really means the world to me, dude. This is what I needed. Thank you so much, Gary. You're welcome, brother. Have a great day, man. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Dustin. Very, very... Very powerful. That really matters, that last one, man. Yeah. And, uh, like That's the whole game. That right there is the whole game I see in the world. I feel very similar. Like there's a lot of people in my world that I've kind of dropped and I've wanted to reach out, but I'm just afraid that they're going to be like, fuck you. Fuck you or like whatever, loser or something like that. Bro, and I just don't know don't, how to handle that. Don't do things for other people's reactions do them for you and for the karma. And even if they tell you, fuck you, they'll always know where you stood. Cause right now they think you stand with fuck you and you might be doing a blessing for them because that may inspire them to do it for somebody else. Even if they don't reply to you. Yeah. There's nothing more noble than I'm sorry. And if you can do it in audio or video where they can not lose the tone of the written word, Good it's point. even more powerful, man. Dust, you can do it. Bro, you're here with me now. Like, come on. You can do that. You should. Yeah, you're right. It's good. Putting out more good is good, you know? It's what we fucking need, man. This is, it's time. We've gone too long with not making this the way we go. You're going to feel lighter. I mean, I did start. Like, I had, uh, someone sent me something to, like, make fun of someone. And I was like, I DM'd them, like, hey, someone sent this to me to, like, make fun of you. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I actually respect what you just put out. So I just want to say that. And any bad taste you have in about me from the past, uh, I just want to apologize for that too. I mean, he, not, he didn't reply, but at least I just That's, tried. Dude, so. No, no, not tried, executed. Yeah. You're not doing it for him to reply. You brought value to him and you brought value to yourself. 
you won with that. I'm so proud of you, man. That's humongous. Thanks. Write down the list from fucking AA to ZZ in your in your address book. Write down the list. A lot of people. <laughs> Listen, that means you were hurting. Yeah. I know you well enough to understand it. Do it. It's so nice to do. It's so good. You're a different man now. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow on Tea with Gary D. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Hey, podcast. Joe from Team Gary here. Today's highlighted review is The Best by PN Guyan 13 I unintentionally took a hiatus from listening, but I'm glad I started again. He's both positive and real, two qualities everyone should strive for, and he delivers real-life examples on how one can pursue their purposes in life. If you haven't started listening yet, the best time to start is after reading this. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.